As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, my darling. Oh, how are you? I'm so good. What's that noise? Oh, my gosh! <laughs> What's that noise? Oh, my gosh! Hi! <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh, no remote today. Oh, wow, now we got to set up the whole studio. Reset. Wait, for audio listeners. For audio listeners, we are, Maggie's sharing my microphone right now because she just walked in the studio and lit up the room. How, how'd you get here? A uh, boat. Boat. <laughs> reset. From, L, from LA. We're going to reset and then we'll go. Okay. We're going to reset the studio. Back in a minute. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Surprise. Max and Dad's. Okay, we're back. And you're back. You're probably wondering, what? Uh, uh, Yeah. I'm I'm wondering, what's the surprise? Yeah. You told us there was going to be a surprise this week. What is it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I'll tell you at the end of the podcast. Okay, I'll see if I can figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll guess. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. No, this was... This was tough. This was the this, red eye. The red eye. The red eye in a middle seat. Ooh, wow! And, that, and yeah, that's love. You or may poor be asking, planning. Uh, okay, okay, a little <laughs> rude. <laughs> you may be asking yourself, Maggie, why would you take the red eye in a middle flight? Wait, no. Nope. Seat. <laughs> middle seat on a red eye flight. Why would you deprive yourself of so much sleep and then go do a podcast? Why would you? <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Because for love, love a family. I've been planning this for a little while. You have. Um, and then I guess technically this was yesterday. For me, it was kind of today. Yep. Because it's been a, just a period of time that isn't that life um, where I went to go check in on my Delta app around 7 p.m. my time. My flight was at midnight. And my check-in said, 24 days until flight. <laughs> What? And I said, wait a second. And I had gotten the month wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> But I was still all ready to come here. And I just, I couldn't bear the thought of just sitting there and not doing what I had anticipated doing. So I changed my flight, paid a little extra money to do it, and got the only ticket on the plane. Incredible. Which was a middle seat. Yeah, now that makes perfect sense. Oh, my goodness. But what a commitment, though. You did what it, what it took to follow through on your intentions. That's fantastic. Oh, man, it was tough, though. 
so let's let's jump in, yeah? yeah? Absolutely. Let's go. I'm Maggie Thurman. This is my wonderful dad, Dan Thurman. We also have my mama in the studio, Shay Thurman. Yep, and you're listening to Wholesome Chaos. This is the podcast where we talk about real things, real issues in our life as they're happening in a fun and exciting way so we can help each other and also help you. And we've got some great questions this week, but awesome, great stories, and you're here. <laughs> it was it was crazy, and I made a lot of notes on my phone of things I could talk about on the podcast, because if I'm being perfectly honest, please, planes don't make sense to me. Really? <laughs> how they work? How they fly? A lot about them. Yes, how they work, how they fly. Like, kind of just feels like we shouldn't be doing that. Like, we should just, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, <laughs> that shouldn't work. Um, but also, like, little things on planes. Like, why, what really gets me, I think, I think this is probably the biggest thing, is why can't we recline the 0.2 centimeters chairs let you <laughs> recline during takeoff and landing? Yeah. What is that really going to do? Okay. Well, that has to do with um, the most dangerous part of any flight is on takeoff and landing. Mm. So if there is going to be a crash procedure, it's going to happen at that time. That's why they want the um, the window shades up so you can see if the plane's on fire. And that's why they don't want the seats back because they, they want to not prohibit people from being able to get out of the seat. So that's the, I think that's the purpose behind it. Mm. We can ask Aunt Sandy because she's a flight attendant. I just feel like a lot of the safety precautions in general are a little tough mm-hmm. because most likely if a plane crashes, having your tray table up is not going to be super <laughs> duper helpful. Yeah, never in the history of airplanes has someone been sla- saved by a flotation device. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe not true. Maybe that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild though. Let's let's see what else I wrote down in a sleepy state. Um, like I said, I was, I was a middle seat. And wait so, a second. I don't, before we even get into that, what just happened? Like, <laughs> like, like I'm sitting here and I just want to describe this cause I was starting the podcast. I was totally hoodwinked. Mm-hmm. This screen was already here with one chair here where you, your chair was set up and I was over there like norm, normally where I am. And I said, what are you doing? And mom said, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to sit here today. So my mic doesn't feed back. And cause we've been having some issues with the mic over there. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's going to be weird with you just sitting over there by yourself. And, but I didn't think anything of it. <laughs> we and knew then, you wouldn't. And then when I heard you, you know, we started the, the podcast <laughs> and you, and I heard the dog bark mm-hmm. and I said, what is that? My head went to, that's the surprise. Maggie got a dog. Mm. And so I was picturing a random dog in Los Angeles with you. And it was our dog with you. Yeah. Right outside that door. Barking at me. (laughs) It blew my mind. And the weirdest thing is that you were just kind of randomly on my mind today. And I just texted you. You texted me. I I told mom. I I was literally here and I got a text from my dad. Or I was driving here, um, and it just said, I miss you. And I was like, he knows. That was my first thought. But you didn't. You just missed me. That's so sweet. Yeah. I just randomly thought of you, and sometimes that happens. I randomly think of Eddie and text him or call him and just love those chats. Yeah. I think that's part of the joy of being a uh, an empty nester mm. It's just those random connections with your kids. Yeah, I feel like I call you guys pretty much every day. Yeah, Um, you you usually call me when I'm done talking because it's so late. I'm ready to go to sleep, and I'm like, 
Okay. Sometimes I've already taped in my mouth. Yeah. I have to untape you answer in my mouth. And you go, oh. Hello, Papa Margaret. How are you doing? And I get you taped your mouth shut and you go, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I tape my mouth shut so I don't snore as much. Not completely, but just a little bit of tape, which I got from James Nesser's book, Breath. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, we, uh, we should probably jump in because we've got a great sponsor for this episode, or actually a few great sponsors. Mm -hmm. uh, the first is fabric, because when you think about families and all that it takes to, to run a successful family, to plan for the future, to save, to make sure in case of an emergency or tragedy within a family that people are taken care of and their future is protected, you've really got to think about your money because money is in many ways the fabric of a healthy family. If you're a parent, then you know kids are amazing and expensive. But with Fabric, protecting your family with term life insurance is surprisingly affordable. Fabric was built specifically for parents to help you manage your family's financial future like a parenting pro, stress-free. Fabric's new lower prices mean significant savings over other providers with great policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. Everything is on your schedule with Fabric because it's all online. Less than 10 minutes to apply, and you could be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Then just personalize your quote to fit your family's needs, and you'll be set with high-quality, affordable protection for your family. Fabric is fully backed by Vantis Life, one of the most trusted names in life insurance since 1847. So you can feel confident that you're getting a high-quality policy that meets your family's needs. With Fabric's online hub, it's quick and easy to track your family finances all in one place. Get fast, affordable life insurance, create a will for your family, set up your kid's college savings plan, and even establish a rainy day savings fund. Planning for the future has never been easier. There's no risk to apply today. Fabric has 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time. So protect your family with term life insurance now in just 10 minutes. Apply today at meetfabric.com slash chaos. That's meetfabric.com slash chaos to start protecting your family today. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash chaos. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantis Life. Not available in New York and Montana. Price is subject to underwriting and health questions. I tried to read the end, like the, like the fast commercials, but that was really difficult. Yeah, well, plus you haven't had any sleep. Oh, I had two hours when I got here. Back to my story. Back to your story. So you were sleeping upstairs when I was in my office on my Zoom call? Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's the sitch. Where should I take this from? <laughs> <laughs> I busted you. Oh, but it, the story starts so much before that. So my flight was originally supposed to be around midnight, and then it got pushed back to after one. Crazy. Been there, done that. And I, I get to the airport, and... Let me tell you, what's really pushing me forward is the fact that my friend gave me a Starbucks gift card, and I'm going to go. There's a little Starbucks in LAX. I'm going to get me a coffee. I'm going to get me a bagel. That's what's pushing me forward, right? Sure. Get through security. Starbucks is closed. Too late. <laughs> Everything looks closed um, yeah. for the most part. And then I go on the website of LAX, and it says there is something open 24-7, and it's called like Breeze. And you can order stuff, and I look on it. It's good. It's like a, it's like an avocado bagel with a poached egg on top, and like really good stuff. Mm. I'm like, oh my gosh, those look incredible. So I go to order online. Then it says currently closed. Opens <laughs> at four a.m. Why do places say they're open twenty four seven if they're not? Yeah, I think that should be a felony. 
Well, <laughs> there are, there's a huge staffing shortage, so maybe they normally are, but can't be now. I don't know, man. All I know is it left me hungry and tired. So fast forward, I'm now on the plane. How, how far back were you on the plane? Were you like in the last 34. row? 34. Yeah, so pretty far back. Pretty far back. Um, I was in between two guys. Um, they kind of both slept the whole time. I really, the guy to my left was like kind of my age, I think. And I so badly wanted to just go to sleep on his shoulder because he was already <laughs> asleep too. And sleeping on a plane is so tough. I was like, if I could just lay on your shoulder and fall asleep, that would be so greatly appreciated. I bet he wouldn't have minded. Probably not because he was asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, and so I slept for a little bit. I slept for maybe like 30 minutes. I mean, slept is a loose term. But then yes. I watched a movie. Which one? Last Night in Soho. Mm, I haven't seen that. Really good movie. Cool. Yeah. Do you remember the movie you watched last time you took a red eye home from Los Angeles? It's an older I movie. I do, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Breakfast at Tiffany's. And it made me cry. Yeah. <laughs> it really hit me very, very hard. Um, but yeah, and of course, you know, they did that Who whole- Who picked you up? No one. <laughs> what? No one? <laughs> I, I got an Uber. Um, it, was, it was quite expensive. I scheduled it before just mm. because I've, I've actually never had to Uber from Atlanta. So I wasn't quite sure how it worked. Um, it was pretty easy, but he was so sweet. Um, I, I like walked out and he, he started singing Maggie's back in town or whatever. Oh, that's great. He was like, do you know that song? And then in the car, he told me like a few different songs that mentioned my name that I should look up. It was really nice. Um, and then he took me to first watch in Atlanta where I met Rachel for breakfast. I thought you were going to say, and then he came in and you know, he had lunch together. It was like the full service (laughs) Uber driver. He did comedy in the car. He had music selections. He... (laughs) Bought me breakfast. No, no. No wonder it was expensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then Rachel drove me here. And it was a really funny interaction with Rachel when we pulled up. Because I was like, yeah, yeah, don't don't pull all the way up. Uh, because like my parents don't know I'm coming. She knew that. and and she's So you like, had no idea either? You didn't know any of this in a van? And, and I told her, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to go hide. Um, until the podcast at 1.30. And this is like 11 a.m. She was like, what? I was like, I told her, I said, I think I'm just going to go lay in the grass. I'm so tired. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go lay in the grass and go to sleep for a bit. She's like, you can't do that at this point. I'm like getting out of the car. And then I just started running and I, I hid my suitcase in some bushes. And then I, I went around to the right side of the house first and I chilled there for a little bit. But then my thought was, well, if you came home, you'd see me. So I Are went you at the house or the office? The office. Okay. And so I ran around to the left side of the house and that's when I hear a little... I literally heard that. And then I hear mom running and she goes, Maggie. (laughs) And so she saw me hood on running through the backyard, but she saw my Incredibles backpack and she knew it was me. (laughs) (laughs) So I was busted. Well, you still surprised her and I wasn't here at the time. So Mm -hmm. you got like a two for one. Yeah. And so I went and I slept upstairs for a little bit because I was tired. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're here. Me too. How long it's, are you staying? Yeah, how long are you staying? Um, next Wednesday. Oh, good. So mm-hmm. we've got some time then. I was cleaning out the pool this morning, and it has all those little like like pollen nuggets from the from the pine trees, and so it was all full of um, <laughs> the pool was all full of those, and so I was scooping those out, going, 
you know what? It's almost warm enough to do a push in the pool video. Too bad Maggie's not going to be here. When am I going to fly to Los Angeles? And I was thinking about the push in the pool series, thinking, I don't know when we're going to do that again. Well, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Or maybe Surprise. today. Wake no, up. I, I, don't, I don't think that's <laughs> the best idea. Probably not. <laughs> well, my, my uh, life has been very eventful. I just uh, waved goodbye to my mastermind buddies who were here for a good trip. We hadn't met in a while. And, and I wanted, you know, you know, the, all those people, Mike Rayburn and Waldo and uh, Tim Gard and Chad Hymas and uh, myself, Dan Burris, the other member of the group was not here, mm. but it was very productive and so fun. I mean, there's, there's certain people in your life who, who you are great friends with, you love them and you understand them. And I have so many great friends in my life. And also the ones who were also speakers or performers they understand that side of you and your business and you know the uniqueness of, of what you do in life. Um, and so we've been meeting together for 12 years in these types of get-togethers a couple times a year, two, three times a year to immerse ourselves in each other's lives um, and to hold each other accountable, you know? Uh, and it, it's, it's so helpful to be in the company of men and women who emulate certain qualities that you just... Like you, you are so honored that they even like consider you a friend, mm -hmm. you know? And so just, I, I'm constantly humbled to say I'm a part of some of the friendships and groups that I'm a part of. But um, if you can aim for the, the greatest mentors in your life and the greatest friends you can have. Do you yeah. have people like that? Yeah, for sure. In Los Angeles? For sure. Yep. Yep. Do you guys get together and talk business? Yeah. Talk strategy? Sometimes. Mainly we just go... Algorithms whack today, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what about what about acting? Oh yeah, yeah. That's been so so helpful. What actors like out there who are famous right now, or whatever, or maybe just people mm -hmm. I may I may know or I may not know. Do you really like admire their technique or their work ethic, or who are um, some of your favorite actresses? I really love Anne Hathaway's career. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Every time someone asks me, uh, something actors love to do is go, what's your dream project? I always say Princess Diaries 3. That's my dream project. I would love to be a part of that. Um, Emma Stone, yes. too, I think is is so, so great. Um, Very versatile as well. Yeah. It's hard to do comedy and drama, and both of those actresses you mentioned so far mm -hmm. do both extremely well. Yeah. And Anne Hathaway's singing. Yeah. It's extraordinary. Did you see the, the um, Kelly, yeah, Kelly Clarkson? The, Clarkson, yeah. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. That was so funny. And she knew her song. That was wild. It was a competition where they had to jump in and sing. They just would play a few notes of a song, and then they would jump in and just start singing it. And Anne Hathaway won every round, including Kelly, Kelly Clarkson's music. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson goes goes, can you play something I'll know? And they go, play something that she'll know. And it goes, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And then it's the, since you've been gone. And Anne Hathaway got it. She's like, you just got that from the drums? And Kelly Clarkson just <laughs> falls to her knees. <laughs> she's like, what? Man. So, yeah, but that's great. I mean, acting. I've been thinking more about acting and the inevitable like things that we're going to witness in your life and some of the challenges. Like... Um, for me to, to, to think about like where you're going to face challenges or when I might face a difficult thing to watch or witness. 
Because I'll tell you what you can't watch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. Ayo, sit this one out. Well, I mean, there's so much in your life that's chaotic and uncontrollable and crazy. And, you know, one of my, like, signature messages is, it do, you know, things happen to you. You're a part of circumstances. The world could come crashing down around you. And yet you always have control in some way. You, you have control of what you do and you have control of what you say. Your words and your actions. And acting <laughs> is, the, is the one situation where you're like, that's exactly what they do is they give you the words and they give mm -hmm. you the actions to conduct, to emulate as a character. But I really value the integrity of who you are and what you stand for yourself. Yeah, but I don't think that has to be compromised. I agree. I agree. It's just tricky. Yeah. You so, want to you, you want to You want to try a segue for us, Maggie? Oh. Yeah, so um, so okay, so acting, you know. Uh acting can give you an identity crisis sometimes mm -hmm. because who the heck are you when you're so many different people? Yeah. You should definitely talk to somebody, a professional, about that. People don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, and even digestive issues can be indicators of stress. And let's not forget about doom scrolling, sleep, sleeping too little, sleeping too much, undereating, and overeating. I've been dealing with some stress these past 24 hours with everything just being so on a tight schedule and everything like that. And I know personally, it's really great to implement tools that I've learned through therapy and learned through different sorts of guidance in those stressful situations. Stress shows up in all kinds of ways. And in a world that's telling you to do more, sleep less and grind all the time, this is your reminder to take care of yourself, do less and maybe try some therapy. Yeah, there've been times in my life when therapy was really important and I definitely sought it out and consulted with that for myself. And with better help, I've been really blessed that I've been able to suggest that to people in my life that I truly care about. Um, and both for you and Eddie to give you opportunities to talk through your issues as well, just to make sure your mental health is secure because it's the it's most so important, important thing yeah. in your life. Absolutely. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, so give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress. Mags and Dad's Wholesome Chaos listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash wholesome. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash wholesome. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. So, yeah, so we were talking about acting. And, yeah, 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 yeah. That's all good. But you're going to navigate your way through those waters, and I, I, and I trust that. Um, I just, I hope you have the strength to stand up to those situations where it ain't you, you know? Yeah. And I know it's not you, because you're enacting another character. I, I, and sometimes, by portraying a character that's dishonorable... You're telling an important story You're still. You're telling an important story. Yeah. I still, I'm always going to remember and I'm always going to take this with me that the, I think it was my first day on set uh, for the other Zoe where you texted me and you said, just remember to be yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the times when you're not. Yeah. That's like, that actually, was my next text. Actually, that's not, that's not what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Crazy world. But we were talking originally about community and surrounding yourself with people 
yes. kind of in it who are going to encourage you. And that is something in LA that I've been so, right. so blessed with. Even like guidance of just when I was on set, I would sometimes like send a picture of my call sheet to someone and be like, hey, what does this abbreviation mean? Because I have no idea. <laughs> and they tell me and it's. It's so cool. I told, or, or they'd make something out up. That sometimes you, they didn't know. Sometimes they were like, oh, "Actually, I have no clue." Um, but I've been talking to some of my friends about this, where I've never been in the position in my life before where I am like friends with the people who sometimes get rolls over me, where it's like, uh, "You'll see, you'll see the deadline announcement." I'm like, "Oh, that's that's my friend." Like we both went out for the same role and they booked it. And it's a weird experience, but it's such a good one. Because mm-hmm. you have to like know as a friend and as an actor to like clap for your friends when they get it. Because like it'll be your time too. But like if it's not me, of course I want it to be my friend. But it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. When you talked about, um, you know, friends who were giving you advice and telling you the things you don't yet know. It made me think of of Eddie Coker, our friend, who's a children's performer, singer, songwriter. Mm -hmm. He's the launcher of this huge movement called Wesmore that's mind-bogglingly cool, and a former opera singer. And so he was studying opera in college, and his opera teacher, his mentor, who he looked up to so much, uh, Eddie asked him, how do you warm up? Like, what's a great way to warm up? Did I ever tell you this story? Yeah. Can you tell it on here? I think so. I think so. I yeah. So, so I do. <laughs> so he said, "Well, what you do is you take a word that's very rich and resonant and has, you know, some articulation in it, like like a like an Italian word, like like minca, minca, right?" And he and he said, "And you you just get it in your voice and you move it around your head in different places and and can bring it up loudly and and so he this was his practice is he would go minca and then louder and louder and over and over and over again for years." until Eddie was touring with a performance in Italy and these guys were laughing. And, and apparently Minka means penis in Italian. <laughs> and that's what, his, that's what his teacher told him. On a separate note, we will be changing the name from Wholesome Chaos to uh, Strictly Chaos. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it is a word. This is true. This is true. All Man. right. Well... Congrats, kids. You learned some Italian today. I had a crazy story happen to me. What's up? Well, I was playing disc golf with uh, Eric. <laughs> and yeah, I, it was it was a course I'd never played before. I I didn't really tell mom where I was going. I just was like, I'm going to go run some errands. And I just took off. And then she tracked my phone and she knew where I was. But But I wasn't trying to be deceptive. I just didn't want to take time to explain why I was going to play disc golf and squeeze it into this little window because I was doing something like right after it as well. And we had a... Yeah. So we played this course in Covington, Georgia, Parker's Pasture. I think one of my favorite courses around here now. It's so cool. And I started off really well. Anyway, I won't take you through the whole round. <laughs> but we're all done. And I say goodbye to Eric and he drives away. And I, I put my, uh, my, cl- my thing in the trunk, which is in the front of the car, right? And so yeah. my backpack <laughs> with all my discs and stuff in the trunk. And I go and I, I turn around like to close it. And for some reason, I guess my hands were dirty or something like that. I didn't want to use my hands. So I just turned around and I sat on the hood and I sat it closed. And as I did, I caught my pants. <laughs> In the trunk. 
And you so did not. I did. And so now I'm sitting on the trunk of my car <laughs> with my pants caught in the trunk, or in the frunk, in the frunk. And you know, you pop the frunk from the inside. So I'm, I'm kind of on the, I'm kind of sitting here going, this is an interesting predicament that I happen to find myself in right now. And what am I going to do? And I looked around, there weren't many people. Like there were not, there were some kids playing on the playground, but it was like a good ways off, you know, and they were kind of blocked by other cars and things like that. And it was still pretty early in the morning. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of like shimmied up the hood as I took my pants off. No. And so, and so I'm, I'm on the, and then I got them out really quickly and I went back in the car. They have a word for people who take their pants off at parks. (laughs) And it's not a good one. Well, then it got then it got really crazy. As I was driving out, I didn't realize that there was a cop in the corner, <laughs> and he followed me and pulled me over. And I had to explain it and tell him what happened. But it, it, it was it took some time. Actually, what? yeah, I didn't tell you this. No. <laughs> okay, all right. This is what we would have done back when we were kids. You were kids, and I would tell I didn't give you a story. I would tell you half true, half untrue stories. <laughs> oh, so you're kidding. And then, and then the goal was for the kids to pick the moment, the exact moment, if you could, when the story went into the untrue realm. So part, part fact, part fiction. Maggie, what do you think? <laughs> Where do you think the story got untrue? Um, I'm going to say the cop. Are you? Yeah. Make sure you're closer to the I, I'm going to say the cop. The cop. Um, actually, I hope it was. Is it the whole thing? Took your pants off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would, I would, I'd prefer to be that the answer. Yeah, that's the answer. <laughs> so, because it was the Tesla and I had my phone in my pocket, I was able to open the frunk from my phone. That was my question, actually. Yeah, I was like, can't you, couldn't you? open from the front, but my phone could have been in my car. So that would have been a real predicament. Yeah. But that whole scenario played through my mind in a flash, in an instant. And so I thought I would present it to you in that way. (laughs) Man, that is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. I didn't tell anybody else that story until now, and now I just told everybody. So how about that? (laughs) Um, I have some, we have some great questions I want to get to or comments from viewers the first one is kind of just like um really awesome validation um okay here we go hi mags and dan i wrote into the podcast in december and you answered my question about dealing with nerves surrounding my cross-country skiing in alaska you remember that Mm -hmm. i really hope you see this i want to say thank you because i need you to know how much you changed my life Four days after you aired that podcast episode, my mom was diagnosed with a large um, meningioma, brain tumor, about the size of a navel orange. She was rushed to the emergency open brain surgery the following week. For over a month, she couldn't walk, and I had to take on the role of being a support system for her. It was the most terrifying thing that could have ever we could have ever been through. But you guys gave me advice about my skiing, telling me that I should let go of some of my fear of missing moments and work on summoning confidence. You told me I should shift my perspective from the enormity of my racing and focus on the present moment. I used that advice to get through processing my mom's tumor, and I can never thank you enough. If you read this on air, I hope it helps someone know they aren't alone. Support systems are so important, and if you don't, 
I hope you still know what an incredible impact your words make. P.S. My mom is expected to make a full recovery. Wow. Parada. Oh my goodness. That's that's so amazing for her and for, I mean, just humbling, right? Yeah. I always, yeah. I always forget that this podcast goes beyond this room. Um, but that's incredible. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. That, wow. Yeah, the other thing I love about it is how beautifully articulated she she kind of put the concept of, you know, advice that works in one part of your life also works in another part of your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something we can all draw from because, you know, you've got sources of confidence in, in many parts of your life. And so if something is, you know, causing you chaos or confusion or anxiety, um, you know, look to what's working and see what you can draw from those you love and what you know. Yeah, but that's awesome. Thank yeah. you, Parada. And all of our best of love and prayers to your mama. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Speaking of mamas, um, you saw, of course, your mama, but you're going to see my mama too at some point. Yes, I want to play pickleball. Claire literally swiped up on my story the other day because um, the other day I, I uh, um, guess how many hours I spent at the pickleball court? Like when? Um, so two days ago. In a week or like an uh, average no, week? The day. The day? Mom said four. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say six. So I think it was roughly around seven. What? Uh, some friends and I got there around one and stayed there for a few hours. And then we came back that night because my friend Jenna was in town and wanted to play. Also, yesterday, I woke up to a call. I woke up to a call um, of Mitch asking me, saying, you want to go play pickleball? And I was in bed. I was so tired. And somehow I levitated out of bed and made my way to, I didn't really levitate, and made my way <laughs> to the pickleball court. It, I, I literally, I tried to get up before, but I was so tired and couldn't. I got that call and I said, I'll be there in 30. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I went to the kitchen, I opened the fridge. I was like, what food do I have? Because I've been trying not to buy food because I knew it was going to go out of town. So I had those brownies. So I took a few bites of brownies. The TikTok brownies. I drank a coffee and I went to the pickleball court for a few hours. Um, before even packing, nice. <laughs> but w- no warping time, ma'am. We've been going every day, and so Claire swept up on my story the day I was there seven hours, um, and she she said like, "Oh, I can't wait to play with you when you get back. Like you're going to be so good." So I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Yeah, you made me think of a of a great goal what? that the people could have for their lives, and in your case, it would be to make your weekly average pickleball time be greater than your weekly average screen time. See, that's a little tricky. I know, I know. But I'm saying in general, that might be not necessarily exactly that. But for for some people, you could look at your screen time and then equate it to some other time in your life you're trying to do more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Uh, It does get a little, like, screen times work sometimes. So it does get a little complicated. We've talked about that. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... No, I, I think it's great spending time outside. My body's really sore. My body's really tired. I'm kind of jacked. I'm kind of like ripped now from pickleball. I'll bet. I'll bet. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I went up like six weight classes, pure muscle, only in my right arm. I'm sure you've <laughs> totally outclassed me. And you'll probably give, give uh, Claire and Aunt Wendy a run for their money too. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Game on. Game on. We'll get that going soon. Let's go right now. <laughs> no, I think I'm at a disadvantage. 
Yeah. So what else do you want to do while you're here? Are you going to see some friends? Who You've told a lot of people you're here? Um, yeah, I was supposed to drive up to Auburn tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a little ambitious. I was supposed to drive up tonight, see some friends, and then drive back in the morning so I didn't like miss too much time. Yeah, not going to uh, happen. Uh, oh, no, I am gone. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, well, then I'd have to drive you because I don't want you to fall asleep. I, yeah, that would be tough. I also don't have a car. How <laughs> um, call can, my Uber driver Eddie's. back. <laughs> um, but no, I am going to see some friends. I'm really excited for that. A lot of my friends are coming home because it's Easter. Easter Ooh, weekend. We should, Amazing. We should do something cool for Easter. Yes, definitely. Grandma made kind of an Easter dinner because Sandy was in town on Tuesday. But we... Um, we Definitely should do that. Can we do an Easter egg hunt? Yes. Please? Yes. Promise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do it every year at our clubhouse. No, I'm not going to run around <laughs> with like seven-year-olds going, how are you missing these? <laughs> oh, that is so funny. No, Man. That, that'll be great. We've got some things to show you possibly that are new and cooking in our life that we're trying to figure out. I did tell my friends, I was like, I'm a little worried that I'm going to show up and they're going to go, oh, we have plans. Because you, I know you said that, which I think you guys should totally do. I think you should live your best lives. No, it's okay. You wouldn't have any interest in doing that though, right? Probably not. Probably not. And, but maybe it would be okay. Cause maybe I'd like see my friends that day or something. It might be the last time to see that place. That's not true because I would hop on a flight in an instant if it's old. In Do the middle you, seat, I'm sure. You want to <laughs> <laughs> in an instant. You want to hear? You want to hear a great segue? Yeah. Look at my forehead. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie's got a little acne in the middle of her forehead right now, just a little bit. Just a little bit, but but, but it was. I knew what you were talking about. He did. He got it pretty quickly. It's kind of it's kind of right there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had struggles with our skin, and that's why we are excited to partner with Apostrophe, the sponsor of this episode. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medicines that are clinically proven to help clear acne. Apostrophe connects you with a board-certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin. Simply fill out Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and medical history, then snap a few selfies, and your dermatologist will create your customized treatment plan. Apostrophe treats all types of acne, from hormonal acne to facial acne, and even chest knee, back knee, and butt knee. They treat breakouts from head to toe. I do not have acne. <laughs> you don't have acne? <laughs> I do not have acne, at least at the moment. I have had acne. But what I did use for apostrophe is I did my skin diagnosis for wrinkles, and I've been using my my spray to uh, actually add some moisturizer at night. I really like the way it feels, and I love the way it makes my eyes look. And then and I also have the sunscreen yes. that I'm putting on with more regularity for my daughter's encouragement to take good care of my skin. Because as you get older, boy, you'll realize you should have taken care of your skin a little bit better along the way. <laughs> so we have a special deal for our audience. You can save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash chaos when you use our code chaos. And this code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash chaos and click begin visit and then use our code chaos and sign up. 
and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash chaos. And use that code chaos to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. Thank you so much to Apostrophe for sponsoring this episode. And if you didn't catch that code, you can look at the podcast notes for this episode or go to wholesomechaos.com and you can see those there. And when you support our sponsors, we really do appreciate that because it's a great way to uh, show them that their support of this program is valuable to you and that you appreciate it as much as we do. So thank you for doing that. And that's where you can ask questions, you can find our socials, you can do, you can scroll, and then we have one of the pictures that kind of animates where it looks like my dad's throwing me, where he actually was animated. Well, no, he actually was throwing me. I was. So we took that picture on our website, and literally, I threw her into the air as high as I could. We snapped a picture. Brock Scott, amazing photographer, he captured this incredible moment. Um, and that picture on its own is very cool. Yeah. But then what they did on the um, on the website is kind of cut that out, so it animates where animates where you're coming into my arms or going up. Yeah. In the air, You'll just have to check it out. We, we won't give too much of it away. No spoiler Speaking alert. of photos. But my point is, oh, you wouldn't know how cool it really was, or that I actually threw you unless, unless we told you. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be honest, Dad? Yes. I hope you always are honest with me. I think we need a new picture because I look I look twelve. Well, you're I, home. You want to do some pictures now? Oh, uh, well, well, yeah. Once this acne clears up, for soon sure. as you get back from Auburn. Oh no! Tomorrow morning, maybe. Oh you're no! You gonna drive through the night to get home? Yeah, it's just gonna take a red eye. <laughs> <laughs> Middle seats only. You want to do another question? I'll do one more question. One more question. Hey, Maggie and Dan, I've always changed my personality to suit other people so that they like me. However, recently I've been trying to find myself, so I've decided to go traveling by myself just to clear my head and take a break from all normality. My question for you guys, do you have any advice for how to find out who you actually are in the middle of all this chaos and or tips on traveling solo? I appreciate what you do. And keep being who you are and encouraging everyone. Craig. Craig? Is that their name? Craig. Craig, you're the freaking coolest. Isn't that, isn't that neat? That's so dope. To recognize that you've been changing your personality to suit people. Oh, yeah. Because we all do that. Oh, all the time. Yeah. And it, it's it's a good... See, this is where it's tricky. Because I think it's a good skill to have. Definitely. Um, Especially so much of my work is networking. And I also, I just love to match the vibe. I love to to find the humor of the room, sink in and like just really make the most of the night, you know, and I think I'm I think I'm pretty good at that. Um but within then you, reason. Yeah, yeah, within reason, but then you do sometimes get a little bit of an identity crisis where you're like, "Well, who the heck am I?" Um and I I was literally going to say even before you said you're going to go travel on your own, like spend time by yourself. Um because I think that that can be so helpful to really see who you are when no one's around you for a little bit of an extended period of time. Um, so yeah, just just really, this is gonna sound so silly, but like, oh, I don't even wanna say it. I was gonna say like, go, <laughs> like go on a, like a date by yourself and not like a traditional of like, like a date, but just going to try different things by yourself to see what you like. Cause there is no one else to please in those situations other than yourself. So be like, oh, maybe I've never gone roller skating before. Let me go try it. Maybe you'll love it. Maybe you'll hate it. 
no expectations because you don't have to answer to anyone but yourself in like mm-hmm. those moments. Um, and really just kind of like trial and error. See what you enjoy. Yeah. Try journaling. See if you're a journaler. Try Wordle. See if you're a Wordler. <laughs> <laughs> That's a word? Uh-huh. I guess so. Good advice, Maggie. You should sleep less more often. Uh, like, no, that, I, I don't mean that because you do. Auburn. Well, yeah, Auburn. Oh, Auburn's good. I'm so excited. Go, go, War Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Craig, yeah. Like, I was thinking exactly what you were in that this adaptability skill is important, but if you start losing who you are in that process, then it's great that you have that self-awareness to see that and say, wait a second, we need to bring this into better balance. I was actually writing about this. I'm working on a book now. It'll be my next book, and it's going to come out early next year, like spring of next year. It's amazing, by the way, as an aside, when you're <laughs> working with a publisher who's like going to launch a book worldwide, it's you start marketing the book mm-hmm. almost a year before it launches. And so a lot of the stuff that we're doing right now, I just had a marketing meeting with the book, uh, with, the, with the publisher today to talk about strategies and things like that. You know, and I'm still working to write the, the first draft of the manuscript. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great book. But I was talking about this very thing. Um, in fact, the word aspiring came up a lot, which was on our <laughs> podcast yet last week, talking about what you're aspiring to do. But part of the case that I'm making for like how you get through life's chaos it's called, is that there's a negative aspect and a positive aspect. The, the chaos isn't necessarily negative, but the, the energy of chaos can bring you great things in your life. And so the, there's the anxiety side of the, the fear of the future, right? But then the aspiration or aspiring to be something is a hopeful idea of the future. And it's, I think it's very difficult to be anxious when you have hope and when you're aspiring to a, a really high idea of what could happen and what's possible. Yeah. So as, you, as you're creating these aspirational qualities of who you are, getting to learn yourself, but also who you can be, think about character traits, think about people you want to emulate, people you know intimately in your life, who you respect and admire, because you get to absorb and adopt all of their best qualities and you can make them your own. Um, I feel like the, the people in my life who've done that really well um, inspire me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you mirroring me with my feet? I am a little bit. It's very interesting to me. It's, my, it's not like I'm putting my feet up on a footstool, but there's no footstool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think you can see it in any of the cameras, um, but that, that's very interesting. I have a lot of energy, and sometimes my energy just comes out my body in very weird ways. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All the time. You know, a way it could it could happen is nerds tonight. You want to play some nerds tonight? I think sleep deprived me is the only fair way this is gonna happen. Oh man, them's fighting words. I think your mom's gonna clean our clocks. We'll see. We'll see. Now you'll get a second wind. Nerds is your your mojo. With nerds, you don't need sleep. Yeah. Speaking but, of clocks, but you're gonna crash hard after. After, after nuts. I don't know. I kind of had um, a little bit of a nap here. I think I need food. I keep envisioning a bagel. Yeah. What time is we'll it? We'll get you some real food. <laughs> Quick we'll- question. What time? What day is it? <laughs> <laughs> 
It is almost uh, oh, four o'clock. I gotta catch a flight in the afternoon <laughs> to Auburn. To Auburn. Yeah, I don't think that's. I, gotta, I have to play pickleball. <laughs> I gotta play pickleball. <laughs> Man, can I be honest? Yep. <laughs> I keep starting things like that. Like everything else I say is a lie. Yeah. But when I say, "Can I be honest?" That's not a good thing to say. It doesn't engender much confidence. When I was dropped off by my lovely Uber driver. By a stork. Oh. Oh. By Uber driver. Um. Uh, I was sitting out front of the first watch for a little bit, and I almost started crying. Also, have trees always been this color? I said that when Rachel was driving me. I was like, these trees are a whack color. They're like neon. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You know what? Trees change a little bit year to year, just depending on the rainfall and some of the other stuff that's in the soil. Classic. But yeah, this is early spring. You came at a great time. Yeah. And it's there's still a lot of pollen on the ground, though, unfortunately. Maybe that, that'll mess with your sinuses. No, it's all good. But uh, when I was out front, I saw this, this woman, and sh- she was with her child. And the child just started running. And we had a moment where the child and I looked at each other, and we were just smiling. And I almost started crying because I love Atlanta. Oh, I thought you were going to say because I love children. Oh, no, no. No, I do love children. I do, I do. I promise I love children. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Mom? Are you talking in the mic? No. Oh, she... Okay. Oh. You had to project. Yeah, this is crazy. So Mom, <laughs> she was in the neighborhood driving, leaving the neighborhood, and saw a little baby two-year-old girl walking by herself in the neighborhood, holding a phone. And, you know, basically didn't know what was happening. So she pulled over, she got out. She saw someone she knew, another neighbor who she recognized, and she asked him, do you know who this is? And he's like, I've been following her for you know, a couple of blocks now. I don't know who she is, and I don't know where she's going. He's just trying to make sure she doesn't go in the street. And, yeah. You know, but she's, and so mom goes up and talks to her, and there's no, she, she has no language skills. She's got no, either oh she was, goodness. she didn't speak English, or she just didn't know words yet. And, and so she was, they were communicating somehow, and she said, here, let me see if I can take you home. So she left her car in a neighbor's driveway and just started walking back the direction she came to see what resonated and where she mm-hmm. went. And and uh, went, I guess you were up the street, up the street yeah. turned left. Because did she indicate you should turn no, somehow? She said she, she came okay. from so, that area. So the other neighbor said that that's the area she came from. Well, then, of course, the little girl you know, got closer to her house and recognized something and walked up and took off her shoes and she's like, I think we have a winner. <laughs> and, and it was, uh, the father was there and, it was, you know, I think he was probably relieved and maybe didn't know she was gone. Yeah. He was like, Oh, I hope my wife doesn't find out. <laughs> That's I the way I interpreted that. it. <laughs> so, happy, ending. happy ending. She's all right. And there is good in the world and it's your mother. Woof, woof. And Sam. I, I love my mom. She's really cool. I wrote that. So what's our first TikTok? Oh, probably a, I I recorded some snippets of me. Snippets. <laughs> um, snippets. That's what I said. I thought you said snip bits. Snippets. Snippets. <laughs> Neither of them are real words. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so why you is your, your fake own... word more real than mine? <laughs> <laughs> I think snippet is a word. A sliver. I bet, yes. I bet it's in the dictionary. Um, but I I recorded some of those, and so I was thinking maybe I could do like put those together 
And then it's like, let me surprise you guys. But also, maybe I should wait for that for the podcast. You can do that. So maybe, oh my gosh, someone said we should cook together. But actually, if you could actually just go home and cook for me first real quick, <laughs> that'd be great. I'm, I'm on it. I'm mega hungry. All right, I'll go do that right now. So let's do it. And ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this podcast, and we hope you have, please subscribe, please follow us, and share it with a friend or two or three or ten. And uh, that would be awesome. All the ones you have. Yeah. Go make more go make just more. to share this. That would be awesome. <laughs> and go out to wholesomecast.com to ask your questions and share with us what's going on in your life. We'd really, truly love to know. It matters so much to our family that, that you're a part of it, really, truly. And Maggie, I love you. I'm so glad you're home. And Shelia, I love you. I'm so glad, you know, that you are my wife and you're in my life and you're amazing. Oh my gosh, that rhymed. <laughs> and Eddie, I love you so much. And I'm so grateful for you editing this podcast for us as well. I love you all really, truly. Uh, you said that a few times. So I thought Did I say be, really, truly? Yeah, like twice. But that's how I knew it was really, really, truly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and ladies and gentlemen, we definitely love you. It's true. Really. Truly. Truly. Yeah. One more time. One more time. Really. Truly. truly. All right. Until next week, take care of yourself and take care of those you love. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Mags and Dads. Wholesome chaos. Mags and Dads. Wholesome chaos. I think you're falling asleep. No, I'm not. You were sliding out of the chair. As the podcast went on, you're kind of sliding out. I, I, uh, what? <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.